0: Sometimes you might need a pick-me-up. I'll push in the right direction. Some words that help put you back on track. This is the Learn, Develop, Live podcast with your motivational moment. Good
1: morning. Welcome to your motivational moment from the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. My name is Chris Jags and I'm bringing you another moment of motivation just for you. Just a little booster to help you keep going through the week keeping motivated and chasing down your dream. Your speaker this week is author Jay Shetty who will share with you how you can overcome and take charge of the voice of your ego and how other people actually perceive you. Here's Jay.
0: And therefore for all of us there's different ways that we'll be pressurized in our inner journey but learning that it's an inner journey is extremely open important and what I mean by that is or growing the perception of others. I'll give an example from a corporate environment. There was a CEO of a very large car manufacturer. And he was known to be extremely successful, very productive, very effective. But the one thing he was failing at is that his employees really didn't like working for him because he worked late. How many of you feel that way? Oh, perfect. That's good. So no one here finishes late. Or everyone's managers are in the room. Uh, Whichever whichever way you want to take it, it's up to you, right? It's up to you. Uh, I don't know. So. That was one of his challenges, that his, his employees hated work for him because they all left late because of him. He used to work till 10 PM every evening. So they would leave just after him. True story, right? They used to leave just after him. So one of his uh, assistants, she came and said this to him. She said, you know, morale's a bit down. Everyone's struggling at work. You know, We're losing a few people. A few people are quitting their work. You know, people, they're not well. They don't feel like their health is being taken care of. They're not spending enough time with their families. You really need to consider this. He said, OK, leave it with me. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. From the next week on a Monday, this gentleman who left at 10 p.m. every night got up out of his desk at 6 p.m. He packed his bag, switched off his computer, left the office, jumped into his car, and all the employees at this time are like peeking out the window, you know, just like making sure, like figuring out where is this guy going. He pulls into his beautiful car, pulls out, and drives away from the building. It was the first time it had ever happened at 6 p.m. They all decided to wait till 7 p.m. before they left. <laughs> they waited, and they left. On Tuesday, the same thing happened. They looked out the window again. He left at 6 p.m. again. This time they waited till 6.45. And they left. They did the same thing. And this happened for three months, where he left at 6 p.m. every day. Three months later, his assistant, who'd made him aware of this challenge, she came back to him and she said to him, I'm really confused about something. She said, you've been leaving four hours earlier every single day, but you're not behind on your calls, you're not behind on your emails, and you're still performing at the same level, if not better, than when you were leaving on time. And she said, how, how are you managing to do this? Are you working at home? I, how are you managing this? And He said, let me tell you something interesting. He said, every day, I get into my car at 6 p.m. I drive out. He said, I take a drive for an hour. He said, I take that drive. I listen to music. I re-energize. He said, I sometimes go for a bit of a walk at the park as well. He said, I come back fresher at 7 p.m. and I work for three more hours. And he said, if it helps them knowing that I've left at 6 p.m. so that they can have a better life and have the values that they want, and value what they want to give their time to, that doesn't mean I've got to give up what I value my time to. He said, I love my work. I love being here till 10 PM. I'm extremely ambitious. I love being here. But they should also love being where they are. And that to me is an incredible example of how someone actually lives foregoing the perception of others. Even though he changed his own life to help other people, they'll never perceive him that way. They just think he's changed his mind and he goes home early. They don't realize the struggle that he's putting in. And that's what I've realized. Whether you're putting in struggle or sacrifice, never look for the validation or approval of others to validate that sacrifice or that struggle, because they don't need to understand anyway. It's always been your inner journey. It's always been part of your inner growth. And I remember when I made the decision to become a monk after business school, all my friends were like, what the hell are you doing, right? We just finished. And everyone was going off to work at Goldman Sachs and different banks and consulting firms, et cetera. I think a few people came to Google as well. And they all said to me, they said, they said, what do you mean you're becoming a monk? Like, what does that mean? Like, Who graduates and thinks about that? And I remember having to detach. And when I reflect, and I'd love for you to do this, reflect on some of the best decisions you've made on your life. Ask yourself, what decision did you make? What did people say about it? And what was going on in your mind? I've learned through doing that exercise, it's a much longer exercise. It can take days, and we do it in our coaching exercises. I've learned that the best decisions in my life have been the biggest risks. Everyone's disagreed with me, but I've been hell-bent on making it happen. And so now, when I see an opportunity like that, I do it. Because I've realized that that's the pattern of the philosophy of my life. When I make decisions that are big risks, no one agrees with me, and it doesn't fit with what society is saying, those work out to be my best decisions in life. And I'm not saying that that's your pattern. I'm saying that you have a pattern and a rhythm as well. And it's part of your journey to find it. Right? The fourth and final lesson. Learn from the past, but don't live there. This is actually a picture of Don Shula, a famous NFL coach, if you like NFL, one of the most well-respected NFL coaches. And he had this great theory. Well, not theory, practice. He gave his, all his players 24 hours only to celebrate a success or cry over a loss. He said, you've got 24 hours to feel your emotions, 24 hours to succe- uh, be successful, champion it, have a celebration, whatever you want to do. You've only got 24 hours. Make the most of that 24 hours. And if you're going to cry, I'm giving you 24 hours. After that, we forget about it. And the reason why I love this statement is this statement, learn from the past, but don't live there, is usually used as saying our past is negative. But I want to apply it to the positive as well. Often we sit back and, with nostalgia, reflect on our best memories. Right? And this nostalgic thing makes us still live in the past. And it doesn't necessarily let us build for the future. One of my favorite examples of it is when Steve Jobs went back to Apple. He went in there, and the first thing he did is that he crushed the museum that they'd built of all the history Apple had. Because he said he didn't want to be working for a company that was built on just all of this past recognition and success. He wanted to be building a company of the future. He got rid of this big museum they had in the entrance of Apple when he went back after losing his job the first time. And so this is what I'm talking about. Let's not live in the past, right? Let's learn from the past, but not live there. And they did some great studies with the armies. They did it with the US Army. And they did, they did this with the Israel Defense Forces. And I'm sure you do this at work. So they did after action reviews. But I'd love for you to do this in your own life. So they found that when they had two groups of soldiers, one group of soldiers reflected on only the failures of all of their action. And the other group reflected on the failures and their successes. They found, after doing this for a certain amount of time, they found that the soldiers that focused on both the failures and successes not only performed better in future tasks. They were better mentally situated to actually inspire and empower their colleagues as well. So when you're reflecting, don't just learn from the past by learning from the failures. Learn from the successes as well. Build them into that, because we start developing a story and a pattern for life. And one of the things I'd like to finish on now is this principle. Terry Pratchett, a famous author, whether you've read his stuff or not, a famous author, he said that people feel that stories are defined by people but actually, it's the other way around. People are defined by stories. When you're listening to me today, I've shared so many stories with you because we define ourselves by the stories we tell ourselves on a daily basis. The story you wake up to will be the story that will be the story of your day. right? If you wake up and you tell yourself a positive story, you'll have a positive day. You wake up tell yourself a negative story, you'll have a negative day. Positive and negative thoughts are like seeds that either grow weeds or plants. right? They grow inside of us throughout the day. Anytime you plant something, it's like planting a seed. And the more you water it, the more you think about it, it grows. And of course, if it's negative, it's like a weed. And it starts to grow and grow and grow, and of course, won't bear fruits. So really think about that. Tell yourself the right stories. Connect with the right stories. Because ultimately, the universe is made up of stories, not atoms and numbers. Right? We all love stories. We breed stories. Your life is a living story that you're writing every day. And I genuinely mean that.
1: And that was Jay Shetty speaking at a Google Talk event. Now, if you'd like to watch the full video over on YouTube, it's called Jay Shetty. There's no such thing as an overnight success. Now, if you think about the things that you've overcome in the past, despite what you feel right now, you have actually survived 100% of your worst days. And that is something incredible to be thankful for because you did that. No one else, it's all down to you. If today's episode has given you that missing inspiration that you know you're needed to help kickstart the idea you got, unlock the talent you have right now and give you an even bigger trigger to kickstart your life. Take control again then come and book a call with me. Your very own 30 minute LDL power call is waiting for you to book right now. Book it now! Now let's see what the Learn Live method can do for you and the creation that you want to bring to life. It's time to stop dragging your heels, stop the suffering for yet another day. Now, that's all from me. I'll be back tomorrow with another one minute motivator. So, until then, take care of yourselves and I'll see you in the next one. Motivating your ears, inspiring your mind, one day at a time. This This. is the Learn, Develop, Live podcast.
0: Thanks for listening. You can find more motivational moments at learndeveloplive.com. And we'll be back to inspire you again tomorrow.